A dance CEO thrives every day with focus on gratitude, growth, and feeling aligned. Unapologetically putting themselves first, striving to become their best self personally and professionally, creating their own definition of fulfillment and success, rejecting the starving artist mentality and competition mindset for one of abundance in all things, including the success of other dance business owners. Welcome to the Dance CEO Podcast. Hello, I'm Audra Allen, the Dance CEO Coach, lifelong dancer, choreographer, and educator. I'm a happily remarried, part-time mom of two little humans and three bonus little humans, proud thriver of adult-diagnosed ADHD, lover of the beach, travel, houseplants, reading, and your host for today's episode. Thank you for being here. Let's talk boundaries. Yes, boundaries. I know I've dropped this word a lot. And to be honest, it was a word I was not familiar with until I started doing personal development a few years ago. But it's because it wasn't something I had in my life. And that's why I had a really unhappy unhappy life. That's why I had unhealthy codependent relationships. That's why I struggled to maintain friendships. I mean, and granted, some of this was influenced by my ADHD, which wasn't diagnosed with me until 2022. But that didn't excuse the fact that I just didn't understand boundaries in general, but very much exacerbated by the ADHD. I also think that boundaries are not a healthy topic that's discussed or taught in the dance world in general. You know, when you see your adults practicing a certain way, you you get the okay that that's fine, and then you continue it on, which is how life happens. But then at some point, we are responsible to take ownership for our process. And if we like how something's going, great. If we don't like how something's going, then we need to shift it. That's on us. So regarding boundaries, let's start with the boundary of time. I suspect that you probably have been running your business or what other commitments you have in a space of sacrificing yourself to work with other people's needs of you with their schedules. And with time, I mean, let's say, for example, you have clientele that you work with either, you know, online dance business or at a studio or whatever that looks like. And they have your personal phone number or your personal Facebook messenger. And they message you all the time. And you feel that in order to show good customer service, you will need to respond to them quickly, no matter if it's at 11 p.m. at night on your personal cell phone text message while you're out to dinner on a date or on a family adventure or trying to sleep in and enjoy a day off on Saturday, you feel that you're supposed to show up and respond to them because you don't want to come across as offering bad service. Well, really what's happening is the message that they've gotten from you is that you're accessible 24-7. And so when it's convenient for them, they will message you. They don't know that you're on a date or trying to take the day off or doing all these other things that are an inconvenience when they message you and also it's interrupting those other things you're trying to do. Or you've been pausing like working with a client or teaching a lesson to respond to another client's message. They don't know that you're doing those things. And so what's happening is you're choosing to have a non-existent boundary by making yourself accessible 24-7. And I will tell you what. I suspect so far it's been more exhausting and maybe even some of resentment is showing up than it's actually been beneficial for you. And then you're struggling to show up the best you can for that client and for everyone because you are constantly being pulled in a thousand directions instead of saying, this is when I'm available. I personally did not have this healthy boundary when I started 
my business. I wanted to definitely have clients. And so I thought I had to be available for whenever my client was available versus what worked for me. So when I, my first iteration of my business back in 2018 was actually teaching dance lessons online live with adults. And I absolutely loved it. This was, you know, a half, year and a half before COVID and virtual dance training was a thing yet. It was one of, I'm not saying the first one, but definitely one of the pioneers. Um, and if a client said, hey, I'm only available on Sunday this week, I would say, sure. Although I've never agreed with working on Sunday. That started with a religious background, but like something I've generally practiced. But I would say, okay, I can squeeze in on Sunday because that's when my kids are with their dad and I'll do that. Or on a Saturday when really I didn't want to leave whatever I was doing or have to say no to an opportunity because I needed to be available to teach this client for an hour virtually. That was just the dialogue. I would say yes to them, regardless if it was an inconvenience to me or pull me away from something. And I thought that's how I was supposed to do it. They didn't know any better. They probably, you know, I'm actually not gonna speculate on what they thought because I don't know. But I believe the perception was that I was a yes woman, which to an extent is good, but not to the point of sacrificing yourself and your boundaries. So the transition for me was actually when COVID hit and I became an online or an instant resource for helping dance businesses all over the world transition online. I was offering tons of 30-minute free webinars for people to learn how to teach online because it's such a different beast as probably you all know now. But people are like, oh, well, I'm not available at that time. Can you offer a workshop here and here? And I started offering workshops at like 11 o'clock at night or 7 o'clock in the morning because I had people in Australia who were interested and because of the, the drastic time difference. And so I started sacrificing my physical health, which not a shocker in the dance world probably if you're used to doing this. I started sacrificing my physical health and like sleep to offer this, the service, which I was just happy. I mean, I just wanted to help. I just wanted to help somehow with all the businesses that were potentially closing their doors. And this is how I thought, okay, well, I'm offering a good service, so it's worth the sacrifice. But I started getting resentful and overwhelmed and burnt out. And as a result, my workshops weren't as successful because I wasn't showing up fully anymore. And yes, some of these people who I worked with actually started saying, hey, thank you so much. Let me send you some money in gratitude. Or can I hire you to work one-on-one or train my team? And that, unbeknownst to me, was my pivot into becoming a dance business coach, which I'm so grateful for and glad I could help. But it was all at the expense of boundaries. And I continued that unhealthy level of boundary or not having boundaries for a period of time switching into business coaching. Again, I was available whenever my clients wanted me to be, not when I wanted me to be. And it took me a while to start to understand and learn about boundaries to the point where I was learning. If I set a boundary that I want, yes, there'll be people who don't work with me anymore, which is, of course, the fear, right? You're going to lose clients if you're not available 27 But the truth is, if someone is not okay with my time boundary I set, ultimately, they're not someone I want to work with, or it's not the right time to work with them. Maybe there's nothing wrong with them. You know, like we don't have an issue personality-wise. They're just not available when I'm available. But what does happen is when I am available, there are people who want to work with me, who are a good fit, who respect my limits and say, yes, I understand that this is when you're available. I want to work with you bad enough. I will adjust my schedule to do so. Those are the people I want to work with. If you have a client that says, I want to do one-on-ones with you, and you said, great, these are my open slots. and like, oh, well, we're only available this and this date. You can either say, I'm sorry, this is my only availability, but there's a wait list. If you know, this, I, you know if the things that work with you better become available, I'll be happy to let you know. Or maybe there's someone else I can re- recommend you to or refer you to. 
also the communication aspect, not just like working with the clients. When I started also stepping away and realizing, oh, they can message me whenever it's convenient for them, but then it's on me to message whenever it's convenient for me. So I personally don't want to be laying in bed and the last thing I do is talking with a disgruntled potential client or, you know, reading some messages and doing email and the DMs right before I shut my eyes. Like what I want to do at the end of the day is be serving me. I, I like to read before I go to bed now. I used to literally be on my phone until the last second or wake up first thing in the morning and be like, oh my gosh, I've got messages and get to them for, before I even started serving myself. I was literally reacting to others versus how can I serve me first and then others second. And my clients knew this at the time. Like they're like, oh, she'll get back to me you know, instantly. But when I started saying, hey, actually the, 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 the only thing I can think of right now, the best example is when I started taking Sundays off entirely. And because I found that I was even on my phone on Sundays, even though technically I wasn't working with clients, I was still tapped into my business and following clients and yada, 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 which still was on me. That was me not having a boundary. So when I actually said no more on Sundays, and because I'm having such an issue with stepping away, I actually committed, and it's probably been almost two years now, maybe it's been more, I don't know. If you are listening and you know, message me and remind me when you remember me starting to do this. But I initially called it Step Away Sundays. And what this was is that um, I, I still do this. I delete my social media apps from my device on Saturday night before I shut down for the evening. And I don't do anything with work, social media, anything like that. And I actually try to reduce my screen time in general, like from my phone on Sundays, the entire day. And I don't reinstall my social media apps until Monday morning after I have taken time to serve myself. And I will tell you what, setting that hard boundary was really scary at first out of fear of losing clients or potential clients. But it was the most liberating thing I've done when I finally started to respect my wants and needs first. And honestly, I didn't lose any clients. I had clients who desired to work with me, so they readjusted. And I always say, you're welcome to message me during that time if it's convenient for you. Just know I'm not responding until such and such. Also, I now have a window. Like I, was, I let my clients know who I meet with every other week, 24 to 48 hours is my response time. So I feel like I have to respond immediately. I'll check in and I'm like, is this emergency? Okay, we can pause. Or like I intentionally make time, I'm going to sit down and get to clients now. And then I'll get back in in a day and see how they're doing and respond to messages. But I now choose when to do it. And I have not had any resistance. The people that are coming to me and saying, let's work together are agreeing to these terms. No one has not worked with me because of these terms I've put in place. And I'll tell you what. I'm a lot happier. I'm showing up more fully for the clients I'm working with. I can offer a higher level service and transformation because of it. But not only is the boundary that's being set there, I've also been learning to put boundaries in other areas of my life. I've also started to recognize no one else is going to put a boundary up for me. I have to put the boundary up for myself and then others can choose to respect that boundary or they're not welcome because they can't respect the boundary anymore. And a lot of the time when someone can't respect the boundary, that's just a reflection on, on their challenges and their inability to have their own boundaries. So it actually kind of naturally weeds out unhealthy relationships and starts to help you cultivate and create ha happy, healthy ones as also a happy, healthier life. All of that to say, it's not an easy process, not at all. 
it's scary. It's a mindset mindset shift. Surprise, surprise. It's always going to be like my buzzword forever, mindset shift. But it is a key thing that needs to happen. If you want something to change in your work process, that's on you. If you want to work less hours and not be resentful or burnt out and overwhelmed and having to constantly say no to your loved ones or even yourself, you need to change how you're showing up and what your boundaries are looking like. It's not necessarily to keep out everyone, it's to give you a space to breathe and grow so that when you are ready to choose to interact with people outside of your boundaries, you are thriving and doing amazing. And as a result, everybody who interacts with you only benefits, including yourself first and foremost. And as always, if you find this topic something you resonate with or you wanna chat more about, my DMs are always open to you. You can reach me on Instagram at the dance CEO coach. And as I've stated, I will work within my boundaries and I will get back to you when it makes sense for me. You can message me whenever works for you and we'll have a healthy interaction that way. But I would love to talk more. Or if you are wanting to go the route of knowing that you want to talk with me about potentially working together, go to the dance coach.com. And you can go from there to schedule a strategy call to see if this is a good fit. And we can go on that journey of supporting you to start working on building healthy boundaries, which only positively impact your personal life and your professional life, which is ultimately the goal, right? To become the CEOs of our lives personally and professionally. This is one key way to do it. Thank you so much for being with me today. I really appreciate you being here. Till next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode of the Dance CEO Podcast, where aspiring or established dance business owners and entrepreneurs learn to become the CEO of your life and business. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and leave a review and rating. To stay up to date and get all the behind the scenes content, you can follow me, your host, on Instagram at the Dance CEO Coach. Until next time.